Violinist Hillary Hahn with Brett and Eddie. Yes. You guys sound so great together in that Dvorak trio. How did you guys connect through Dvorak's music? It was so funny to find that because uh, we were in Australia and we were actually just hanging out together. They'd come to see my concert and I was like, we should work too. Let's do something. They're like, really? <laughs> I said, yeah, let's play an encore. Like, you're, you're really good violinist. Let's, just, let's, you know, two set on stage with me I was a guest on your show you can be a guest on my show um and we got clearance from the orchestra and then we were like oh wait what do we play though what's for three violins and we were just combing the repertoire and found Dvorak and I thought oh how nice because another aspect of Dvorak I can get to explore I haven't played it before so we learned it for we learned it for that and it was fun but Dvorak is a great composer for um sort of uh, speaking immediately to listeners and to performers, but also having a lot under the surface that you can you can relate to. The more you embed his music in you, like you get used to playing the flow of his music, the more you can put your own interpretations into it. Like it, it holds a lot. It gives a lot and it holds a lot. So it's really great to play for a long time. Recording includes the Dvorak Concerto. Can you describe some of its special qualities and what some call a concerto that's maybe a bit neglected? Ah, but that's what we think. But actually, my experience in the real world with the real people <laughs> is that it's very popular. Um, and I don't think that that knowledge has quite caught up to concert presenters. Right. And I think my... Um, my assumption about it was that it wasn't mainstream, but it was kind of almost mainstream. But I think it really is as big for the repertoire these days as, and for the audiences as um, Sibelius, Mendelssohn, Tchaikovsky. People know Dvorak all the way through, and it's fun to perform it live for audiences that know it. It's really cool. It's a thing that's changed over the years. What I love about it is the the catchiness of it. So there's a part, the third movement melody is very well known. It's really fun to play because you can, you can play it with a couple different approaches to the rhythm and the accent, and there's infinite approaches to articulation, to how you shape the phrase, and it holds up to all of them. So it's a fun conversation to have live on stage with your colleagues. And that's the catchy part. But then there's all this stuff woven in around it that allows it to pop out of the music when it happens. And it's not that the things that happen before it are introductory. They're very, um, they're very pithy. There's a lot in this music to express and to dig into. Um, and for me, following the line through the piece, but also ending the line some places and starting a new line, is a constant changing landscape. It sounds really scientific, but it is not. 
it's just like having a conversation with someone and you maybe you tend to talk for half an hour about a topic or you're in a certain conversational flow but then you decide actually let's let's do this differently this time let's talk about a different topic now <laughs> and you change the subject that's what he does in the concerto he gives you the opportunity to stay on the same path but also the opportunity to change the subject any minute and um, you start to see that the more you know the piece Antony Dvorak, Alberto Hinastera, Georges Bizet, and more on the recording entitled Eclipse by Hilary Hahn, which you said helped you to regain your natural language through music. What did you mean by that? When everything was shut down, I was already six months into a year-long sabbatical. And then the season that was supposed to come back after the sabbatical ended with this album. And in that season, almost everything was canceled. So I was coming into the album almost uh, two seasons away from performing, which was never my intention. (laughs) Just like all of us got caught by surprise um, and something changed in our lives for one in one direction or another when shutdowns happened, um, I... I was basically talking to myself the whole time. I was a solitary musician working in my practice space on my own thing. And it's so different from how I normally experience music. You start to kind of question your knowledge and your um, where you are in your own evolution as an artist. And then you come into conversations with other musicians and you find your language again. That's what it felt like. It felt like I hadn't spoken my language for almost two years. And then suddenly I was speaking my mother tongue (laughs) with people who also spoke it. It was such a revival for me. And I realized how much music is embedded in me. I thought of it before as uh, something that was really important to me, something that was a language for me something that I understood on a very deep level, but I didn't realize it's almost my primary language. (laughs) It's where my brain finds a way to process everything and express everything, and I understand people even better when I hear them play music than I do even just having a conversation with them. So I started playing violin when I was almost four, a lot of your language is still developing at that time. So my knowledge of music has developed with my knowledge of my mother tongue, which is English. And it is one of those one of those parts of my brain that just didn't get get um, engaged with very much during during the lockdowns. I'm also the only person in my household who plays an instrument. So I was the only person I was ever hearing play, <laughs> except for recordings, which I would listen to. But the only 3D version of music I experienced was when I was playing it, which is also very strange because you're never outside yourself as a player. <laughs> you're, just, you're talking to yourself the whole time. Hillary, thanks so much for sharing your music and your stories of the composers and your discovery of their great creations, Dvorak, Inastera, Bizet, and much more. 
on your recording entitled Eclipse. Hillary, again, thanks so much. Thank you. Be well. Hope to see you in Detroit soon. Take care. You too. Thanks again.